Blues fans, glad you're here. Glad you made it to this episode of This Week in the Blues. I'm your host, Jimbo Big Train Madsen, with Big Train and the Loco Motives. So let's take a look at what happened this week in blues history. Blues singer, guitarist, drummer, and songwriter, Corey Carter, was born on New Year's Eve, 1939, in Houston, Texas. He's been credited with the stage names Little T-Bone and Rocky Thompson. Carter began playing blues at the age of 12, and as a teenager began earning a living at the local Comet Rice Mill. In 1949, he and his Jump Blues band signed and recorded their first release, Sweet Old Woman Blues. Blues singer Estelle Mama Yancey was born January 1st in 1896. She was nominated four times for Blues Music Awards as traditional blues female artist. Yancey was born in Cairo, Illinois and grew up in Chicago, where she sang in church choirs and learned to play the guitar. In 1925, when she was 29 years old, she married pioneering boogie-woogie pianist Jimmy Yancey, and Estelle performed and recorded several times with him. She was a talented vocalist known for her warm sense of humor and great command of the stage. Blues singer, mandolin player, and guitarist Johnny Man Young was born on New Year's Day in 1918. He was one of the first of a new generation of electric blues artists to record in Chicago after the Second World War, and also one of the few mandolin players active in the blues music scene in the post-war era. His nickname, Man, came from playing the mandolin. Although the mandolin is not an instrument commonly associated with Chicago blues, it has been used by Chicago-based string bands or Chicago-made recordings. Here's another New Year's baby. The father of the Memphis blues guitar style, Frank Stokes, was born New Year's Day in 1877. Stokes was born in Shelby County, Tennessee, and when his parents died when he was a child, he was raised by his stepfather in Tutwiler, Mississippi. He learned to play the guitar as a youth, and by the turn of the century, Stokes was working as a blacksmith, traveling 25 miles to Memphis on weekends to sing and play guitar with fellow guitarist Dan Sane. Chicago blues legend Little Smokey Smothers was born January 2, 1939, in Chula, Mississippi. He learned to play the guitar at the age of 15 and relocated to Chicago two years later. He soon appeared on stage playing with Arthur Big Boy Spires, Magic Sam, Otis Rush, and Lazy Bill Lucas. In 1958, he joined up with Holland Wolf and accompanied Wolf in a recording session for Chess Records. He continued playing the club scene and recording as a sideman. He even worked in construction in the 1970s when blues gigs dried up, but was back playing and recording again by the early 80s. Blues singer and pianist Edith North Johnson was born January 2nd back in 1903. Her most noted tracks are Honey Dripper Blues, Can't Make Another Day, and Eight Hour Woman. She married Jesse Johnson, a St. Louis record producer, and worked at her husband's deluxe music store as a saleswoman. Although not a professional singer, Johnson recorded 18 sides in 1928 and 1929. While with Paramount Records, she had a recording session in Grafton, Wisconsin, attended by Charlie Patton. Country blues musician and guitar player Reuben Rube Lacey was born January 2, 1901 in Pelahatchie, Mississippi. Lacey learned to play the guitar in his teens from an older performer, George Hendricks. 
Working out of the Jackson area and in the Mississippi Delta, he became one of the state's most popular blues singers. His bottleneck style inspired that of the better-known performer Sunhouse. In 1927, he recorded four songs for Columbia Records in Memphis, Tennessee, though none were released, and unfortunately the masters do not survive. Smokestack Lightning was recorded on January 3, 1956 by Howlin' Wolf for the chess label. It became one of his most popular and influential songs, and in 1956, Smokestack Lightning reached number 11 on the Billboard R&B chart. It is based on earlier blues songs, and numerous artists later interpreted it. Wolf had performed Smokestack Lightning in one form or another by at least the early 30s, when he was performing with Charlie Patton and small Delta communities. Mississippi blues guitarist Eddie Kuzik was born January 4, 1926, in Wilmot, Mississippi. His small body of recorded works include some erroneously credited to various misspellings of his name. Growing up in a farming community, he was inspired to play the blues after hearing adults playing at family gatherings. He graduated from the diddly bow to a Sears acoustic guitar. In the early 1950s, he formed a three-piece band called the Rhythm Aces that also included Little Milton, whom Cusick taught to play guitar. Blues singer and guitarist Tommy McLennan was born January 4, 1905. He brought a rough, energetic style when he played and sang the blues. McLennan was one of America's most successful down-home blues recording artists for a time between 1939 and 1942 when he recorded 20 singles for the Bluebird label. Among McLennan's most notable numbers were Bottle It Up and Go, Crosscut Saw, Travelin' Highwayman, New Highway 51 Blues, among others. McLennan was famed for his raucous, uninhibited singing and guitar playing. Libby Ray Watson is one of my favorite traditional blues musicians. She was born on January 5, 1954 in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Her distinctive voice, storytelling, and finger-picking style has attracted fans worldwide. In addition to performing, she has dedicated her musical life to educating the world about Mississippi's musical history. During her career, Libby Ray has performed at many festivals, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, King Biscuit Festival, Juke Joint Festival in Clarkstone, Mississippi, as well as in Europe. She's a genuine musical treasure, and if you have a chance to catch her live or buy a CD, please don't pass it up. Blues and folk singer and songwriter Elizabeth Libba Cotton was born January 5th in 1893 to a musical family near Chapel Hill, North Carolina. She was a self-taught left-handed guitarist, playing a guitar strung for a right-handed player upside down. This position meant that she would play the bass lines with her fingers and the melody with her thumb. Her signature alternating bass style has become known as cotton picking. Fabulous Thunderbirds founding member and harp maestro Kim Wilson was born January 6, 1951 in Detroit, Michigan. He started playing the blues in the late 1960s and was tutored by people like Muddy Waters, Jimmy Rogers, Eddie Taylor, Albert Collins, George Harmonica Smith, and Pee Wee Creighton. Wilson continues to perform at blues festivals and clubs all over the world, both as leader of the Fabulous Thunderbirds and with Kim Wilson's Blues All-Stars. Well, blues fans, we just covered some of the highlights here. If you want to know more about these artists or other things that happened this week in the blues, be sure to follow our social media pages or visit our website at BigTrainBlues.com. 
We'll have a new episode next week. So, we'll see you then.